Not all those who wander are lost. J.R. Tolkien. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures. We are Ken and Giselle. We have been to over 100 countries and are still looking to see what is around the next corner. We love wine, travel, and adventure. Listen to our podcast where we share the fun of the magical places, people, and cultures that have touched our lives. Aegis? Aegis. Travel? Travel. Adventure. Podcast number 22. This is Ageless Travel Adventures. This is Ken. And hi, this is Giselle. Today we'd like to talk about something we did in the past, and uh, we did it in the winter, and we went to Yellowstone National Park. And it was sort of right at the end of COVID, so there was a few things we couldn't do, but generally speaking, uh, most of it was, was open for a small group like we did. Um, it was called, uh, it's, and we book it through the Yellowstone website, just to let you know, and I'll put all the links um, at the bottom of the podcast. It was called Couples Winter Package or Adventure, and um, we, uh, we did it over uh, New Year's. Uh, it's our anniversary is January 1st, so we wanted to do something fun for our anniversary. Uh, so we went there, and it was, it was very nice. What did you think, Ken? Did you enjoy it? It was it's extremely exciting and different for us. And just a little backstory on how we got there. Uh, we drove out to Salt Lake City um, for Christmas. And then a few days after Christmas, um, <clears throat> we flew from Salt Lake City to Bozeman, <clears throat> Montana. And our original plan was to drive, and it's mostly interstate to get to Bozeman. Uh, but from there, uh, it it changes pretty dramatically, and you head south and go towards Gardner, Montana, and then you enter the park and start at Mammoth Hot Springs. It's in the northwest corner, just south of Gardner. It's uh, it's sort of iffy what the road conditions are, and we had a vehicle with all-wheel drive. We thought it would be f- fine, and uh, on the way out to uh, Salt Lake City, we had encountered a few problems, and and uh, hit a snowstorm, and uh, we kind of chickened out being the Floridians we are. So we took the airplane there, and then from Bozeman, we had a coach. Went to get to the park, yeah. We, we, we flew into Bozeman, and we spent one night in Bozeman. It was nice. We bo- I had never been. I Had you been to Bozeman? No. So it was really nice. It, Bozeman's... Um, really cutesy little town and um we had these great ideas of we were going to go walk around bozeman and we're just going to go look at all the wonderful sites etc well it turned out to be a bar, a bar crawl and the reason it was a bar crawl because it was freezing so cool. it was freezing so we would literally go from restaurant and bar to restaurant to bar because we were so i was so cold it was like it wasn't even in the teens it was it was below 10 most of the day and night, and uh, and it was there was snow everywhere. Uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and there was a microbrewery, and there, I mean there were plenty of bars, a lot of historical stuff. Uh, so yeah, you could you could go a block or so and duck into another one and uh, have another drink and look at things over, and then uh, yeah, and move on. So we 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 sort of did our bar crawl the day before we left, <laughs> and then the the coach picked us up and and uh, with several other people and drove us to Mammoth Hot Springs. And and that is a entry point from the north into the park. And in the winter, you it's your only entry point you can drive to. Uh, 
Now you can get to other places in the park. In fact, from the west entrance, uh, they allow snowmobiles in, but they have to be out of the park by a certain time during the day. <clears throat> and they're pretty restricted because the snowmobilers in the past have not followed the rules. So anyway, um, from Cody, Wyoming, on the east side, you can, uh, you can get to the, into the park depending on whether uh, you, you have to stop sort of at the entrance. But and the roads are open because that's not all the roads are open during the winter season. So to give you some more background, uh, most people think to go to Yellowstone during the summer and we've done that, and uh, and it's very crowded, and there's lines every time that some animal pops out. Everybody stops in the middle of the road and gawks and takes pictures, and you kind of go really slow. And so we thought a few years ago we'd go in September, the off season. <clears throat> so we arrived. Um, I believe it was the 12th of September. Pretty hot in Florida, still summer. Uh, we're gonna camp. We had equipment. And the first night it was 37 degrees. Uh, and this is not even the middle of September. And the second night it was 34 degrees. And we're getting pretty wimpy. And the third night our tent leaked, it was raining, and we, uh, we ducked into the truck, put the seats down, put the heater on, and stayed in the truck for the night. And the fourth night it was 16 degrees and a big snowstorm happened. So, uh, yeah, this, this little uh, shoulder season uh, is not very reliable. So, but um, going into winter is a whole different story. It will be cold. <laughs> the, the, um, most of the park, I think is interesting, is above 9,000 feet in elevation. So it gets cold quick, as we said in September. It stays cold, and um, even in June... It can be iffy whether you have snow, particularly in the early part. Yeah. Okay, so we are, we arrived at Mammoth Hot Springs in the coach, and um, we walked around. We looked at stuff. Um, there's some beautiful terraces that are caused by the water running out of thermal uh, features, and it trickles down the hill, and it causes these calcite terraces which are kind of whitish in color but they're they're more like a stone <clears throat> and lots of colors in them it's, it's very pretty and um, so we did that got dark pretty quick and so uh, we had dinner and now the restaurant which is this is in case anybody wants to go do this uh the restaurant is not in the building <clears throat> that your hotel is in so um again we are, as we've said this a bazillion times we're from florida and i'm pretty darn wimpy so i'm like i want to just go grab there's a bar over there i want to go get something to drink or i'm like you have to put every piece of clothing you brought because it's so cold so we we went to dinner. You have to, you know, put all your stuff on. Immediately when you get there, you got to take it all off. But the, they have a, a cafeteria. I don't want to really call it. It's a restaurant. Yeah. And they have really good food. I, we, yeah. I was surprised. They have a lot of um, uh, local, a uh, lot of game meat, yeah. which they, if the animals that they use for it are not the ones that you see on the road. These, these are ones that specifically um, that they buy for 
to be consumed. So, um, so we, it was, it was nice. And we, there was about 15 people in our group, uh, maybe not even that many. No, um, it was, uh, 10. 10. Okay, so, and it was, it was nice little Five people uh, from all over. And, um, we met some, it was fun. Uh, and they, we, um, so we had dinner and then we got up early the next morning. Oh, we did. We have a guide. It was one thing we should have said part of this package, if you will. Um, you have a, a guide who's going to with you the whole time. So you're not just wandering around Yellowstone going, what am I doing? So he has a agendas and every day you have a plan to go so that morning we got up after having spent the night there we got got in a coach again snow coach a snow coach a serious snow coach which um had tires that came up to about the middle of my chest and and was was made for uh, this particularly for uh traversing yellowstone in the winter when roads aren't open they're not plowed um and you know, this type of vehicle is is made to stay on the road and go through that type of environment. So the ten of us fit in there. The driver, he he was the the guide. Yeah. And we took off and and we first thing in the morning because it was early. Uh, we wanted to go out <clears throat> to the east. Wolves had been sighted. So I think we got out there about 6.30 in the morning, yeah. and it was just freezing cold. <laughs> and uh, so people set up their little telescope devices, and they honed in on the wolves that were little bitty dots in it. I and, think they were animatronics <clears throat> myself. But. Yeah. <coughs> and we did, we did see some wolves running on some ridges way off in the distance, but we honestly didn't see a whole lot. And uh, we, like I said, we were really cold. Um, so we got back in the uh, snow coach pretty quick and they hung around for a couple hours on the way out and the way back. However, along the road, there was lots of bison and, um, they're, you know, very interesting. They're herd animals. Um, they have, they have the right of way and they were all around the snow coach at times and, uh, and running and snorting and, uh, and the big hump in their neck is, is actually a muscle. And it allows them to use their snout to push the snow aside to get down to what's left of the summer grasses and not starve. Elk, on the other hand, they paw the ground to get through the snow. And when it's deep, they can't get low enough. And so they tend to go to the valleys in the winter uh, to find food. So, you know, the, the, the bison are mostly what's there. And there's wolves that hunt them. And, uh, and the bears hibernate. So. Yeah, and there were some elk. We saw elk. But, but lower levels primarily. Yeah, like, right, like yeah. Like some elk around the Mammoth Hot Springs um, Lodge, which was lower. But, yeah, once, once you're out and about and you're up at some elevation, uh, it's mostly just bison. Yeah. Well, what Ken said about them having a right-of-way is um, sort of kind of is what happens. But when they have a right-of-way, it means our, our truck stopped. Our vehicle stops, and the guy's like, I can't do anything until they decide to move. I can't honk the horn. I can't scooch around them. They, they, they're, they're supreme. So we've had many times we had to stop and just wait for them to go by. <laughs> there could be hundreds of them, and they're all around, and they're not in a rush at all. But it, they're fun to look at, and they come you know, right by the, the windows and look at you. And, uh, we didn't have any ramus or do anything like that, but uh, there was lots of bison, and particularly... Um, the Mammoth Hot Springs area, there, there's an area near there called the Serengeti of the North. There's so many animals in the summer there. Um, and, and a lot of the bison hang out there just south of Montana. 
So just a couple facts about Yellowstone. It was established in 1871, 72, excuse me, and it was the first national park uh, in the U.S. Um, Yellowstone Lake is in the park. It's the largest freshwater lake at elevation above 7,000 feet. It also has the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone, Upper and Lower Falls, and the Lower Falls are twice the height of Niagara Falls. So, um, yeah, it, it's 2.2 million acres. It's, it's a big park, and it's geothermal. Uh, none of it's being tapped for its energy because it's a national park. But the probably the most famous feature um, there is the geysers, and we, on this trip, we were able to take the snow coach down to the Old Faithful Lodge and, and spent a couple nights there. And that was pretty spectacular because getting there was interesting. I mean, it was, the roads really were not plowed at all. And the snow was deep and uh, we did see lots of, of bison. But when you get down towards Old Faithful, then the geothermal features uh, come into view, including Old Faithful, which erupts roughly every hour. And uh, so we stayed at the Old Faithful Winter Lodge. Winter Lodge. Big difference? <laughs> Big difference, yeah, because the other one's closed. And the other one's bigger, and it's got more features, and it's, and it's a nicer lodge. I wouldn't say nicer. It's just bigger, a little newer. So this is their winter lodge, and it was fine. I mean, we had we had no issues. And what's nice, obviously, they're set up for this. So you, you walk in. They have grates, so you're not trepping snow in, you know, all the way through through in. And immediately when you get in, it's there's fireplaces galore, and they have um, hot cider for you. They're, they're, it's, it's very nice. It's run by... Um, uh, I guess seemingly, you know, the staff there works there year round, or some of these people specifically work in the winter. We talked to several um, people that just say that I I love being here in the winter. And so when you work, especially at the Old Faithful, you you're in you're in, in housing. You don't commute because there's really no place to commute to. So they have the um, roads open. Yeah, so. they have housing for the staff, yeah. and um, so we we did that. And again, we did different things during the day, and um, we did two things at night, which were kind of cool. Well, were very cool actually. Um, we did one do stargazing, and um, that was a little bit. I have to say, I was a little bit nervous when we were on the the road, and it's by this time okay, it's snowing. Let's just take that into account. The park the park straddles the continental divide. So, I mean, that tells you a lot right there. So the majority of it's above 9,000 feet. Yeah, so it's, it's snowing. It's snowing. So, and it's night. It's about 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. It's, it's pretty late. And so when you're in this little snowmobile or snowcat, and you're the only ones on the road. And so all you see is the lights of your truck. And then the snow coming down. I kept thinking of the Donner Party. I kept thinking, what if we get stuck out here? I kept saying, does your walkie-talkie work? He's like, I'm good. He said, but, you know, he goes, we're, we're set up for emergencies. I'm like, that's good to know. Uh, so we got out to some middle of someplace in the in the park. And um, when we got out there, we, um, we, we stopped and he took us to this little place and we... Um, looked at the stars and they were beautiful. It was, it was absolutely gorgeous. Cause obviously out there, there's no light. Um, it was, it honestly, it was not as cold as I had anticipated that night. Well, I, that's I was partly because there was geothermal features in that area. Okay. <clears throat> and so they were putting off some heat and we walked out on boardwalks and you know, to the, the viewing area. <clears throat> and it was interesting. There was a lot of ghost trees yeah, or snow trees. You know, they were dead, but they had, Snow were ice on them. They were all white. Um, 
I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. It, it really is. And and it was something that I, that Ken and I had both had talked about doing forever. And so we, when we did it, we were really glad we did because it took, it gave you a completely different perspective of Yellowstone. When we were there during the summer, um, we did a couple of um, informational tours, if you will. And they were really, um, uh, we learned a lot about the park. We learned about uh, the way it runs and stuff. So we didn't just go and, you know, and just camp and, you know, look around. We, we had a couple tours. Um, we did a chuck wagon dinner, which was really fun. But those obviously things that you don't do in the winter because they just don't happen. So, um, but yeah, Yellowstone. And then what was the other thing we did at night? Well, this, one more thing about the stargazing. You know, we oh. went out from the old faithful Winter Lodge and we went quite a ways because there's no light pollution there. Yeah. And so, I mean, literally, you know, out came the flashlights and you, you couldn't really see to walk without flashlights. I mean, it was dark. And so there was a, a lot of stars. Of course, you know, if it's snowing, you're not going to see much if it's snowing heavy. It wasn't snowing you know, heavy. And, it was, but, it was yeah, yeah. But we, you know, there was a lot of snow around, but when we got out there, yeah, it was not snowing. So we had pretty good visibility. And, uh, you know, at night... It's, it's very it's, magical. Yeah, it's very magical. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard to explain because you've got the sky to look at, but also the geothermal features and the ghost trees or snow trees, and, um, and there's just nobody else there. Except the 10 of us. Yeah. Actually, I don't think everybody went. Some people looked like it was too yeah. cold. So the uh, we were there actually on New Year's Eve. Um, and remember, we had said this is right um, during COVID or right, I guess. Right, just about as it's ending. Yeah, it was ending. And so they had set up weird things, you know, I guess so you wouldn't, you know, you know, get too close to your neighbors, if you will. Um, and uh, so New Year's Eve was, was nice, but it wasn't the festive uh, New Year's Eve that we were looking for. Yeah. Um, actually, uh we had bought a bottle of champagne or they gave us a bottle mm. of champagne. I forget. So we took it up to the lounge up there and basically just put some music on our phone and sat there and had our own little private New Year's celebration. It was, it the was pleasant. The bar was not open. Yeah, they, which I thought was so stupid. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> that's my commentary. Uh, but it was nice. We enjoyed it. And so the next day we got up and did a few more tours. And then we had We did back. snowshoeing. Which, oh, that was so much yeah, fun. I'd never yeah. done snowshoeing. And these I were, suck at it, by the way. These weren't very <laughs> long. They weren't wooden. They were plastic. I'd say they were about eh, two and a half feet, maybe three. And, um, and you kind of followed... The crowd. I mean, you know, they made yeah. they made the compressed the snow, so you followed the tracks in front of you, and we did see a couple bison on the hike, and uh, it was you know the hike was we were out there a couple hours. It was around the the old faithful snow lodge or winter lodge. We saw also lots of little animal tracks. So we yeah. saw you know squirrels or I don't know what they were, but anyway, yeah. we saw. Um, I think they even saw as people said they saw some fox prints, yeah. um, fox paw print, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it was fun. It's 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 so much harder than you think it is. At least it was for me going uphill. When I say hill, they were really just a little steep walkway that was hard because you you're again i i don't have a whole lot of stuff. i'm not very good at it but i had fun you know i only fell once or twice so that was good <laughs> so we, we did that and then um there, you could go hiking you had some free time in in the daytime to go hiking to see the ge geothermal features of course old faithful was right by the lodge so there's always people there and you, you have to go see that at least once i i really like castle geyser it, it was a 30 40 minute hike and there was other features i hiked around 
Giselle went out and did a little bit, looked at it and said, I'm too cold. And back she <laughs> I'm went. I'm going to go take a bath. <laughs> so um, one morning, um, I'm not sure which one it was, but I went outside and the thermometer said it was 21 degrees below zero. Uh, that's really cold. And uh, when you breathe, you got a lot of moisture in your breath. I mean, it literally went out and started to sink. You could see it. You know, the, in the winter when animals snort and stuff, you know, you yeah. see it come out. Well, I mean, it literally went out and started to sink. And it was really funny looking. It did make you appreciate, if you watched the series Yellowstone, uh, it makes you appreciate the, 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 the out there. It's just so beautiful. And... It was lovely. I mean, we yeah. had a, a really nice time, and I would strongly suggest, even though you may not be, you're not be a person who loves the cold weather, to consider doing it because for somebody who like me, again, gets cold super easy, we enjoyed it, and it was we had brought the gear and we were fine, and it was it was so much fun to be out there in the snow, especially when we live in Florida, we don't get to see that very often, at least most yeah. of the time. So, so the packages. First night at Mammoth Hot Springs Lodge, then you get in the snow coach and go down to Old Faithful uh, Winter Lodge, three nights there, and then you go back. It, it takes a while to travel between the two, and then you go back and you stay your last night at uh, Mammoth Hot Springs again. So it's five nights, and you get your meals, um, you know, snow coach, your rentals, and all that. Um, we thought it was worth the money. It's, it's not the cheapest thing we've ever done, but it's certainly something we'll remember forever. And we also, we went um, during the New Year's Eve and Christmas. Mm. Those are a premium. We paid about $2,946, actually, um, for, to do it. But we paid a premium for going on uh, New Year's Eve, which... Mm. I'm glad we did. Yep. So we enjoyed it. Uh, it's something to consider to put on your bucket list if you've not ever thought about it. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll put some photos and we'll put some links. And if, if you, again, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. And um, my tip of the day regarding the Yellowstone adventure was be prepared. I, you know, I, I had, I think I enjoyed the event, enjoyed the adventure <clears throat> because I had, um, brought the proper gear i think there's some people one guy with us um who kept wearing blue jeans and he kept saying how cold he was and i'm like well you you brought blue jeans you know you've got to dress accordingly and i know it's sometimes to spend money when you do these things but if you're going to go and want to enjoy your adventure you don't need to spend a fortune but you do need to make sure you have waterproof gloves you know a good hat and how cold do you get how many layers do you want to wear underneath so that's my tip is when you do something like this, plan and get the gear so you'll be comfortable and enjoy it and not miserable. <laughs> and believe it or not, uh, you still need to stay hydrated because a lot of times you're in a heated area and uh, you're losing hydration. So you need to drink a lot of water and that becomes problematic if you're all bundled up outside and you have to go to the bathroom, but you, you work through it. So um, make sure you have water bottles. and uh, They give you water bottles. Yeah. They make Yellowstone is big about... Um, zero waste so they they give you water bottles and they they literally fill it up every time you turn yep. around so. so but anyway we enjoyed it and um again hopefully you guys will think about it and if you have any questions give us a call or e email hey, thanks for listening travel Bye. Bye. Hello. adventures Adventure.